Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Taking a closer look at the markets uh, with a focus on China and Hong Kong with Sofia Orteicasta, Bloomberg Chief China Markets Correspondent. So, Sophia, let's talk first about um, these Forex reserve adjustments made by the PBOC. Uh, do you think that this will do much more than just delay the decline in the yuan? Yeah, I, I mean, this is really about managing the pace of declines mm. rather than stopping uh, the decline. This is also kind of unraveling what the PBOC did when the yuan was on was strengthening too quickly. Um, and then, you know, this is rolling back some of those measures. What happens um, on September 15th when this cut comes into effect is that you'll, you'll get um, more dollars available onshore. And that essentially should narrow the, the yield advantage that the dollar has over the yuan and make it less attractive to short yuan dollar. But really, you know, seven per dollar is just a matter of time. It also doesn't really matter um, at, you know, when when. When the yuan did weaken past that level a few years ago, I, w I was covering it, and it was such a psychological level because it hadn't happened in so long. It hadn't happened since the global financial crisis that um, the pace of, of weakness accelerated when we broke that. But I don't really see that happening now. It's it's happened before. The world didn't end, uh, and and China is really managing the the currency weakness. Uh, right now, seven seems a natural barrier. Um, we did break through 140 on, on dollar yen, and there's been all kinds of volatility in the FX markets. Um, in your gut, uh, do you see it on the weak side of seven? On the weak side of seven wouldn't surprise me, and, and I don't think it would be too concerning for authorities. I mean, that's mm. the key thing. This is a very tightly managed currency. The fixing limits the yuan's moves against the dollar 2% in either direction. But also, the key thing here, Brian, is, is October 16th, that's when the the Party of Congress starts. It's the biggest event of the decade, says City's economics team. And, and that's really what people are watching for. And all expectations are that things will be stable in markets and in the economy until then. We do have um, the uh, eco data due next week for August. And also the PBOC has a chance to cut interest rates again next week. Let's see if that happens. That could give markets some direction. Yeah, that's the thing. We heard again yesterday that there was more stimulus coming, but it's the boy cried wolf uh, scenario, really. I mean, people have heard this many, many times, but it does seem that it's a bit more acute at the moment to try to get um, some support to the economy. Yeah, and, and, and Brian... The economy will only really improve if there's a significant and sustainable policy easing in terms of COVID lockdown measures, in terms of zero COVID. It's not really about stimulus because monetary support will be limited um, by this. It, it, the transmission mechanism is broken when you have 35% of China's GDP currently locked down. So, 
you say it's the boy cried wolf. I agree, but it's also a problem of the boy is crying wolf. But but when it, when China does roll out supportive measures and stimulus measures, they won't really work. So it might make sense to hold that firepower until we yeah. have some easing of the lockdown. But it's even more problematic because if you think about how uh, sometimes you know people when they haven't spent for a while and they've been constrained, they've been locked down, as it were. Uh, that there'll be a lot of pent-up demand to spend later. That may not happen in this case because of of the reverse wealth effect, uh, particularly with the property market. Yes, exactly. And I think that's the one thing that um, policymakers kind of didn't factor in, which is human behavior and sentiment. You can't control that. You can't change sentiment like this. You can't just flip the switch on that. It doesn't matter if you, know, if you throw stimulus at the economy, if you prop up uh, markets. Um, it's, it's that kind of behavior that will really define find where China's economy uh, will go and how it will recover. Uh, retail spending is looking very weak. The domestic economy was already pretty weak um, during the pandemic before we even had um, these more aggressive COVID lockdowns. And the property market, that's where the majority of household wealth is. And if you see that you know your biggest asset is a depreciating asset, you're not going to go out and spend. And if at the moment you're trying to attract foreign investment, you know, we have this saying, um, you know, once bitten, twice shy. What about five times bitten? Uh, how shy would you be on the sixth? effort. And I'm referring to the many constraints that we've seen, uh, and albeit for what policymakers think are good reasons, but if you look at regulation alone, that has also been kind of stultifying. That is, for me, uh, um, you know, I was in London for for 10 days over the summer, and when I'm talking to foreign investors there, it really is the biggest thing that's that's stopping people from investing in China. The thing is, Brian, China is an economy that's too big to ignore, so people still want to be invested in China's story. They they want to do so via other equity markets, mm. though. That's, that's, that's where you don't have the exposure to China's you know, regulation. We could go on forever. It's always a pleasure with you, me asking the silly questions, and you with the brilliant answers, Sophia. Thank you. Sophia Orte-Acosta, Bloomberg Chief China Markets Correspondent. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.